Welcome to the My Home, My Mission podcast, a conversation about life at the intersection of faith and family. Hey guys, welcome to My Home, My Mission podcast. I'm Chris, the pastor, senior pastor over at Inglewood Baptist, and I'm here with my co-host Jordan. Welcome back. I'm the discipleship pastor at Inglewood. We're on episode 13 already. Can't believe it. It's like we were just here. (laughs) (laughs) uh, So today we're going to continue in this thread on building culture in the home, and we're going to talk about building a culture of responsibility in the home. So Jordan, help us out. You kind of, uh, as we were brainstorming about this before we uh, went live, uh, we were talking about what are we speaking of when we're talking about responsibility there. So just kind of open the door and help us understand a little bit about what this subject is. Yeah, so responsibility, that's that's one of those things that you hear people talk about as a good thing mm-hmm. all over the place. Yeah. You you might be on a football team or uh, in a in a band or just at work and you hear things, you hear people talk about responsibility. Um, that's actually a biblical principle mm-hmm. and something that I think we need to have as a part of our homes. And when we talk about building a culture of responsibility, it kind of has two sides to it, I mm-hmm. think. Um, you you have the one side where you're you're owning up to your your mistakes, right? So right. who's taking responsibility for this happening? Or um, the other side of the of the coin, I guess, is fulfilling responsibility. So if you have um, something that you're you're responsible for being um, being responsible in and doing that and fulfilling that. So that's kind of what we're talking about. Yeah, and you mentioned a biblical principle. So let's tie that together here. When we're talking about doing the things that we're responsible for, we're talking about integrity. So mm-hmm. you're back to the principle, let your yes be yes and your no be no. You don't have to swear by things in heaven or on or on the earth, but uh, just be a person of your word. So now that's one example, but the text is consistent all throughout the scripture. Um, do what it is you say that you're going to do. And uh, you're right. There's a, both a positive side and um, maybe a negative side or a reconciliation in that negative side when we've missed the mark on that. So uh, building a culture, remember culture is where we're trying to define something as normative. It's not that we perfectly do it, but we're trying to create an environment or a culture uh, within the home that says, hey, we're going to take responsibility. If we're if it's our week to empty the dishwasher, uh, then we're going to make sure that we do that. We're going to do our job. We're not going to leave it hanging. Uh, we're going to take care of that. So I imagine this looks different in a home with children uh, as it did when we were growing up, uh, raising our kids, than it does for Jody and I now. So let me kick off with what we would do. Uh, just an example popped into my mind. My kids um, both were active in uh, in things like my, my oldest son was active in, as a cross-country runner. He tried band for a while. My youngest son was a band kid, four years, marching band, and uh, all of that. Whenever they took on an obligation, whether it was scouting or band or school or clubs or whatever, I told them, once you make this commitment, you're expected to fulfill that commitment. So if you tell me you want to play trumpet in the band, we're going to do that, but you have to commit to right up front, you're going to give me two years in the band before... Uh, we're going to even buy the trumpet to get started because we're not going to quit once we begin. 
And uh, I think Jody and I were pretty consistent with the boys across the board that this is the expectation uh, on you if you volunteer, if you accept this responsibility. How does that work with you guys? Because that's when our boys were a little bit older. How does it work with your you since your kids are a little younger now? Yeah. Um, one of the things that, that we like to do, and we were just driving in the car the other day, me and I think it was just our son and I were in the car driving home, and we were talking about how we're the same thing. You know, if you say that you're going to do something and you need to follow through mm-hmm. and you need to commit, you need to be committed and be responsible and see that through. And we talked about how, uh, well, I was telling him how Reese's are responsible and committed people. Mm-hmm. You're a Reese, you're a committed and responsible people. And I think that's important for us in our homes to say stuff like that about our families. Um, so whenever you're talking to your your kids about these things about responsibilities, say you know you are a yeah. uh, whatever your last name is, you are a Smith, you are a Reese or whatever it is, and because of that, you're a responsible person. And you know, kids care about the why, yeah, about the reasons behind stuff. You know, they'll they ask why a lot. And a lot of times, <laughs> a lot, a lot of times the parents don't know why. A lot yeah. of times it's a, because I told you so. Yeah. And there's value to that. There are times where, um, where we need to just say, you need to trust me on this. I'm mm-hmm. dad. I'm mom. That's right. And you need to do this. I told you so. Um, but it's not always the best answer. It's usually not the best answer. Kids really do care why. And we need to instill that that attitude of responsibility. And here's why you need to complete this task. Here's uh, if you said you're going to take the neighbor's trash can out every week on trash day, you need to fulfill that commitment. And here is why not just, I told you so, but this is the, this is the reason why responsibility is good. Yeah. And I think uh, the need to increase explanation uh, occurs uh, as the child ages. So mm-hmm. um, where you can say, pick up your shoes and go put them in your closet uh, at age three. Why? Because I said so, and I'm the mom or I'm the dad. You can't really do that necessarily with a 13-year-old uh, because that, first of all, the, the three-year-old can't process the value of the shoes and all this other stuff, but the 13-year-old isn't going to readily decide for himself or herself uh, based on mom said or, or dad said they need to see where all the other pieces fit because ultimately as they age, we want to teach them to be responsible decision makers and not just those who carry out orders when they're given to them. So that makes perfect sense to me um, in that standpoint and trying to develop the culture. So I imagine there's got to be a good bit of consistency that takes place with that as well across the board. And uh, and also your kids, are they're not super close in age, but they're all kind of in the, I mean, they're in the preteen zone, um, you know, and so forth. So do they recognize the difference in responsibility and say a five or six year old from a 12 year old? Do they see that? Well, she doesn't have to do this or, or how does that work? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's big in our, in our family right now. Um, our son of course is 11. He's a little older and he's, he gets to do, he's got a little bit more freedom, Mm -hmm. Um, to do some things that the younger ones don't quite have yet. Um, but with that, with that 
mm-hmm. freedom comes more responsibility. And so there are times where, you know, we'll ask him to do something and it's, you know, but uh, they don't have to do this. Yeah. You know, you, that was their job. I have to do a lot more of, of this than they do. Well, yeah, you're, you're older. You're, you have more responsibility now yeah. and you had less back then. And so we've got to, we've got to remind them constantly that you have more responsibility now. It, and it, it kind of, you see their chest puff up a little bit when you do that. Right. You yep. know, you, so, you've earned some responsibility here. And I think you do that too when you give them a family identity in addition to their Christian identity. So it's one thing to say, hey, you're a Christ follower and that's why we do the right thing. That's why we unload the dishwasher or make our bed or, or take out the neighbor's garbage can. Um, but to add to that the identity of being a Reese, I think, uh, also creates a sense of belonging or ownership of, mm-hmm. that you're part of something bigger than yourself. So, uh, man, kudos to you guys for that. That's a big deal, I think, in uh, that yeah. kind of a process. And that that came from, so I don't know where it came from, but I know that my dad said stuff like that. Yeah. And um, I remember I played a lot of baseball when I was a kid, and um you're you're going to put in the extra practice. You're going to work harder than everybody else in the field because you're Reese. You're Reese. I remember hearing that, and so that's one of the things that I've I've kept saying to to our kids, and just kept that in front of them because it really did motivate me. Because I realized, wow, they're this is affecting more people than myself. This is a bigger there's a bigger picture here. Yeah, and so it helped me. I hope it helps them too. So, what about the one that knocks over the lamp, or you know, <laughs> uh, messes something up, spills the milk, what have you? Um, how important is it in your home for them to accept the responsibility of that and clean it up and acknowledge that they're the ones that blew it and all of that stuff? Yeah, so that's that's part of responsibility is owning up to our mistakes. Yeah. And you walk into the living room and there's a big red liquid stain on the carpet. And <laughs> the question comes up, who who did this? That's always the first, yeah. what, what happened? Who did this? And there's always that little silence. Everybody's looking around like, um, who's going to fess up <laughs> to yeah. this? Um, but it always, the, the principle is that whenever you own up to a mistake and you're honest about a mistake, the the results are a lot better than if you get away with it, right? Yeah, even if you right. even if you do get away with it, um, it's always best to be honest, to be responsible, own up to it, and and deal with it. And so, I would say that one of the ways that helps in building that kind of a culture in a home is how do we respond when our kids fess up? Yeah, man, that's big. So whenever Clara raises her hand just really slowly and says, it was me, I spilled the Kool-Aid or whatever it is, um, the way that Carolyn and I respond to her in that moment is huge. Yeah. About, you know, and so far as how she's going to do that in the future or, or the other kids, um, if they're going to fess up to things in the future, it's we have to show them that. Okay, you did. You made a mistake. This was mm-hmm. a total accident. Or uh, if she knocked it over on purpose, if somebody mm-hmm. else is, in, it was just totally not an accident. Uh, we have to address the the discipline part, the correction part, if there is that. Um, but then draw focus to, I'm proud of you for owning up to your yeah. mistake. 
man, that's so good. That's good. And uh, flip side of that, you know, we've got a toddler in the house now. My grandson's staying mm-hmm. with us for a few weeks. So his mom, when she's in town, uh, one of the things he, he likes to say is he'll say, uh-oh, or oops, when he does something. Mm-hmm. And she's like, nope. That's not the word we use when we do something on purpose. So you can't throw your cup mm-hmm. across the room and go, uh-oh, or oops. That's <laughs> not possible. And she's giving him this statement. And I mean, you know, he's a year and a half, so I don't know what's going through his little mind. I may ask him at three, do you remember when your mom said? But anyway, um, so, but teaching that responsibility, that, hey, if it's something intentional, that's a different kind of making it right than hey, I blew it and I made a mistake. But you're right. If you go ballistic uh, over the Kool-Aid stain and start explaining about the cost of carpet and how many hours you had to work hard and you walked uphill both ways to work in the snow and without shoes, the kid's never going to confess to anything else in the future. It's not going to happen. So uh, good stuff, man. Hey, so I'm imagining there's somebody listening here who's going, sounds good, not at my house. We are so far past that. What do you say to a person who's maybe struggling with this area of responsibility in their home, Um, maybe as parents toward their kids or maybe in helping their kids um, or working with their spouse as far as accepting responsibility? How do you what would you say to them? Just one little, I guess, one tip would be just talk about it first. Yeah. Rather than just expect it out of kids you can't you can't just expect that they're going to be responsible because we all know that we have a sinful nature and they're not going to automatically be re- uh, responsible people yeah they have to be taught and um this is when that time around the dinner table is so so important yeah when we sit down and we actually have these conversations and we lay the groundwork for when things come so when the Kool-Aid gets spilt on the ground or somebody doesn't get the trash emptied on time, mm-hmm. that's really not the best time to have addressed responsibility. The that's best right. time would have been a few days before, weeks yeah. before when we've talked, you know, so when that time comes, remember when we talked about being responsible for, for things? And so uh, talking about these things as a family and, um, and owning the table, I think, is a, is a big part of it. So you're talking straight up karate kid stuff right here. Make them, <laughs> make them sand yeah. the floor and wax the car and all of that stuff. And then you can go back and reference it later. Here's why we taught you <laughs> that and what it means at this point. I tell you, the other thing I think is real important is modeling it as parents. Because there are yeah. times when I would raise my voice or I would blow it or I'd make the wrong decision. And it's important at those points to own it. And, uh, and it's important, I yeah. would explain to my boys as we were going through, say, hey, you know, it's not, it's, it's never okay for dad not to go to work and bring grocery money home and take care of the house. All of these things are my responsibility. It's my part of the partnership. So I have to go and do these things. And it's not that I don't want to do them, but I have to do them whether I want to or not. And the teaching that, I think, builds into them uh, an ethos of responsibility long term. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, good. Hey, and uh, hey, listen, if you're trying something and uh, you're getting frustrated, keep at it. And if you're not doing anything now, try something. Just take a step. So, hey, uh, thanks for joining us for episode 13 on building a culture of responsibility. We've enjoyed being here with you and hope to see you again next time. Thank you for joining us for the My Home, My Mission podcast. If today's episode was helpful to you, please subscribe. Share it with a friend and rate us on iTunes 
to make it easier for others to find us. If you would like to contact Chris or Jordan, you can email us at home at inglewoodbaptist.com.